Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Keller, and alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena, we discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before anyone can set foot on the boat, we put them into a sweet 16-style bracket. We argue each round until we decide a winner. And Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide who steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell me what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. We are doing another fan submitted season. Thank you, Tom, our boy, the odd man sent us. What is the best wrestling faction of all time? That is correct. And that's what we're here to talk about. In group B, we have the four seed, Evolution, going up against the 13 seed, the Wyatt family. Then we have the five seed, the Elite, going up against the 12 seed, the Heart Foundation. Cody, which one do you want to start with? Let's start with our good Bayou boys versus uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly, I guess, of evolution. So the, Bi- the Wyatt family, imagine the Wyatt family, is a Cajun black magic cult that kind of crawled out of the Louisiana bayous and just started slamming people around like they were like schoolboy bitches, like alligator, like alligator wrestling full-grown men, right? Yeah. That's basically that's, it. I would say that that's a very good representation of what the Wyatt family was. But do remember that there is black magic involved. Yes. They practice Santeria for sure. <laughs> I I just love the idea. Uh, sorry. I, for anyone who is a wrestling fan, just the idea of Bray Wyatt coming out and being like, and we practice Santeria, <laughs> but I ain't got no crystal ball. <laughs> if they're going up against evolution, which is basically like if you and your friend were playing wrestling in your yard and then your dad wanted to play wrestling with you, but then your dad also went and got his dad and you all played wrestling together. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, but like your dad, like you thought the whole point of it was that like your dad was just like trying to like build you all up. Cause he kind of saw you as like the future. And he was like, no, I'm just going to make you guys the best. Like you're my kids. Like I fucking, I would die for you. And then all of a sudden when it's time to like, actually like, do something cool your dad always goes and does it (laughs) yeah right and then your grandpa just has to come and tell you why that's okay (laughs) and you're like but it doesn't feel okay grandpa he's like ah back in my day you're lucky your dad even lets you wrestle you're like i don't i'm really good at this and i think i could beat my dad's ass can i and they're like no you don't do that do you think you could beat up your dad yeah. My dad's 65 and I have no doubt in my mind that he would wax my ass. I turned 23 and I watched my dad fall one time and the amount of pain that that man was in, it was the moment I knew. I was like, oh, we, the, 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 the tide has turned. The transition is complete. <laughs> I am the, now the your father. The is over. I am now king. I am now your father. Yeah, it was. And I told him that. <laughs> I'm dad know, now. <laughs> I let him know on that day. I was like, I was like, oh man, I was like, hey, old man, that that looked pretty bad. You're looking, you're looking pretty rough. He's like, I was like, and I told him, I was like, I think I can kick your ass. (laughs) And he didn't say no. That's good. And that was the moment where I was like, so this is my home. And then he's like, well, I rent. So it doesn't really, it's not really your home. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to eat this out of the fridge. You just went to the fridge and drank his last beer. Didn't even drink (laughs) it. Just opened it up and dumped it in the sink. Not for you, old man. Not for you. Yep. Yeah, it was uh it was a weird moment, I would say. I would I you know, and looking back on it in time, I wish it would have happened later. There is a moment where you you do have to make the transition. 23 was too early. 23 was far too young to feel the uh to feel the weight 
of that decision. That's truly adult. Well, and the problem is, is that once you can beat your dad's ass and you become your dad's father, you have to buy him the Christmas gifts. Oh. And that's the part that sucks. Is that like now I'm responsible for Christmas gifts? <laughs> that makes and sense. I, and I was 23 and I was like, I'm not really making money. So now I got, I got, uh, I got my dad complaining about the fucking shitty Christmas gifts. And I'm like, well, go do some push-ups. Get in the gym. Train. <laughs> I will pay for your trainer. I'll get you. Yep, I'm going to get back. you. Get in the minivan. I'll take you to karate class. Let's go. Shit, that's what I need to do. That's, Start taking that's, your dad to karate. Dad, you need, you need to get this. You need to get your shit together. I'm, I, I, this is too much responsibility for me. I'm not old enough. Okay. Okay. Here's all right here. Okay. No. I, yeah. I did pack your, here's your lunchbox. Dad, dad. Okay. Remember after work, I'm going to pick you up and we got to go straight to karate. Otherwise, I don't want to go to karate. I don't even like, it's not even like fun. And it's, and it's just like, it's a lot of work. All those kids bully me because I'm so old. <laughs> and it hurts. I'm so old. Yeah, dad, I'm calling you out. You and me, this year's WrestleMania. That's the only reason we're even talking about wrestling. People are like, y'all don't really talk about wrestling. Yeah, because it's WrestleMania season, dad. You and me, Tampa Bay, Florida, night two, pulling the curtain. It's you and me. The worst wrestling match ever. It's going to be bad. And I'm going to fucking love every second of it. And Cody's going to be on the call. You guys can all tune in. We'll release the audio of it. You wrestling fans think it's awful to watch Triple H and Randy Orton go at it for the hundredth time. Me and my dad, the first time will be the worst match you've ever seen. The thing is, once again, weird Bayou magician. Wizard? Magician wizard. Which one do you think? Um, uh, sorcerer? sorcerer. Sorcerer. Sorcerer, yeah. Bayou sorcerer. Once again, that's what... I have to imagine that 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 there that in any in any WWE character meeting, there's just a couple hats with a couple things, and they pulled out and they're like, uh, we got all right, so you come from Bayou and you will be a sorcerer. Got it. Do, do something with that. I and here's some sheep masks for your big boys. Yeah, I, I think yeah, Bray's like, Can I get two boys? Big ones? And they're like, Yeah, we got two big boys. Welcome to WWE. We got big boys everywhere you look. There, you can't, you can't, you. What is this saying? You can't throw a stick and not hit a big boy. You can't. Yeah, something like that. You can't, can't spin you, a stick. You can't spin your wiener without hitting a big boy. That's how do you saying. spin your wiener? I'll show you after. I'll show you off the air. Anyway, right. oh, we got that per capita the hairiest group too, probably the biggest beards. Yes, the best second. beards. Cody's currently walking away from the podcast. He All is right. looking out his window. Can't tell if this is a bit or if this is actually someone uh, knocked, but I think it's a Girl Scout, so I'm not gonna open it up. Okay. Fuck those Girl Scouts. I mean, <sighs> I love supernatural shit just as much as the next guy, as we've spoken about before. You have to appreciate that to truly appreciate the Wyatt family, who I might be wrong, but follow me here. Do you think Bray Wyatt's possessed by a small girl? I think we're finding out. We're she starting to learn. If See, he this is shit's still going on. This got layers to it. Yeah. I think when it comes down. <sighs> For me, what this may come down to is just theme music. The Wyatt yeah. family's walkout is the fucking tits. Dude, Evolutions is written by Motorhead. Do I look like a Motorhead fan to you? Yeah. As I'm in a black t-shirt, sleeveless, <laughs> with a black headband on. Do I look like a Motorhead fan to you? Dude, Blair Wyatt would walk out for anyone who wants who for anyone. What do you would do? Imagine. Imagine this. You're in a you're in a basketball arena. The lights go out. And all of a sudden, everyone grabs their phone and turns their flashlights on. And you got little fireflies dancing all around the arena. It is the fucking coolest thing. Yeah, like, we've been visual- a, it a few times, too. And it's the thing wild. is, too, 
people just learn how to do that. It's not like, or I guess, do you think on the first time ever that they want, he was like, man, they're in the backstage. Like, how can we make this fucking cool? What if when I walked out, lights go out and then I have all these, like everyone turns their lights on. They're like, okay, but how are you going to get people to do that? And just said like the first, like right before they went live, they're like, um, and Hey everyone, just a real quick announcement <laughs> for the show. A couple things. Um, you know, obviously have fun, be loud. And, uh, there's going to come a time in the show where the lights are going to just going to drop out. Uh, if you wouldn't mind for us, could you turn your flashlights on, please, 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 <laughs> please. It would please. It's going to be cool. We promise. Oh man. I'm not getting the white family. I'm doing I- it. I'm going to go to the Wyatt family. Hell yeah. I think evolution um, for the wrestlers out there. I think evolution was definitely more of a landmark fr- faction that did uh, gave us a lot of cool stuff, but uh, I saw the white family versus evolution at TLC. So it was, you know, fuck off. I was there. Okay. Uh, next we got the elite number five seed, the elite going up against the 12 seed, the heart foundation. All right. And I'll explain the elite to the people. Okay. Oh, so imagine, okay. yeah. So imagine like you, you have like, a big group of friends, right? You're on a team. You're on, you're on the, uh, you're on the old, uh, the old basketball team and everyone's, and everyone's having a great time. Y'all are winning championships. It's going great. Then there's like three players that just decide and you're, and there's like a, there's like a three on three tournament. And like, all of you kind of say like, ah, we don't want to, we don't want to participate. And then three of these people just go off and start doing their own shit without you and just abandon you. And you were like, wait, we, I thought we were all cool hanging out. And they're like, actually, we're going to go compete and just do our own thing now. And we're just going to leave you in the dust. That's what the elite is. They're traitors. They're traitors to their friends. And they're not good friends. Actually, they're the best. They are literally the best. And that's why. But imagine if you were on a team and literally just three of the people on the team refer to themselves by something different. You're like, it's like- hey, we're the dragons. And they're like, yeah, but we're the golden dragons. And you're like, but... <laughs> Couldn't we all just be the dragons? And they're like, well, but we're better than you. So we should be the golden dragons. It's like, like, if it's like when you bring your friend, okay, this is like, imagine we're obviously on our side. We're not in the elite. So it'd be like, if you're at lunch at school and you got your boys and you bring like two friends of yours, you come, you sit at a new table and you make friends with all these people at the table. And they're like new school students. They join you, right? Making new friends. And after about a week of all everyone sitting at the same lunch table, you go get your lunch and you come to sit at the table and you realize your boys have left you with the mouth breathers at the table and all the other three guys that you actually liked had left. And now they have their own table that you're not allowed at. Yeah. And you're like, Hey, but we were all at the same table. Can I come to your table? And they're like, no, no, we like to spread out. Yeah. We just, it feels better when it's like just less people at the table and you're like, yeah, but it was really fun over here. And like, we were having jokes and we're cracking and we, we had a bunch of plans. Remember? We were talking about all the cool shit we were going to do uh, you know, for spring break. And they're like, oh, we're actually just going to go somewhere else for spring break now. Bye. <laughs> Peace. That's, that's what the elite. But then all of a sudden, so you're like, you're kind of like, you kind of get over the rejection, but then they start adding in other people. Like more people can now come to the table and you're like, but you can't still, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> and they're like, well, he's, ah, he's a he's new like, student. They're all new students. Every time yeah. a new student comes in, that's pretty cool. They like go over there. Yeah. And they're allowed to sit at the table, but you can't. That's what the elite was to wrestling. <laughs> and they're going up against the Hart Foundation was basically like, if you're, you had a lot of brothers and sisters, your dad made you wrestle. That's yeah. it. Your dad just made you do it. And now you have to do it. This is what I think the problem is with the Hart Foundation is that it sends that bad message of like, as long as you just destroy your children and force them into your dreams and, and whatnot, that they will be successful. 
Like, that's not a good thing to do, but for the Hart Foundation, that's exactly what happened. And they were really fucking good. They were the best. They, Bret Hart's arguably the best ever. Like, usually when we show the parent who, like, is, like, making, is living passively through their own children, and they're like, you're going to be a football player, and you're going to be the best goddamn football player. And they're making them run drills every night, every day. They have to be out doing different pass drills. They got to be doing all the footwork. They got to be lifting all the time, them and their cousins. They're always do, only singularly focused on that. We usually portray that as like, well, that guy just wants to be an artist. Let him let him go on and be like a, a musician. That's clearly what he wants. In this case, they said, fuck that. That kid does, never becomes an artist. That motherfucker goes on to become the best ever all time. Yep. It's the, If we learned anything from the Hart Foundation and from Tiger Woods, it's that if you have really abusive parents who make you do stuff all the time that you don't want to do, you will be the best at it. And Joe Jackson. I'm going to toss that dad in there too. Bad yeah, dad club. Jackson 5, baby. Yeah. So I, it's it's not a good example. But what what was cool, did Bret Hart make Hot Pink cool? Bret Hart guys, did make Hot Pink cool, yeah. Like, I think we, until Bret Hart comes out, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, my understanding, like, whenever I think about Bret Hart, it's always Hot Pink and Black. Like, hot Pink and Black. And he that was, was rock, and, like, from, the, from Jump Street. And so I have to imagine that, like, Bret Hart is, is solely responsible. I'm going to give him all the credit for making he dudes like, I can it wear cool pink. for men to wear pink. And this was the early 90s, man. Back when pink was not, not something that was viewed cool. Common. You not. just didn't see it, you know? Because, if I, I mean, it was the 90s. People were dicks in the 90s. We just came out of the 80s, which were worse. So we didn't have good opinions on color palettes that men could wear. But Bret Hart was like, hey. Anyone want- who calls himself the hitman and wears pink, you don't fuck with that guy. Yeah, especially dude who will prove it to you. Will show He'll you. tell you nuts. And it was, it was awesome to watch. Yeah. I do, I mean... <sighs> The Hart Foundation is iconic and historic, and they were great. It was a little before my time, though. I don't have a lot of sentimental value tied up in them. But the Elite might be my favorite group ever, just because I was there in the midst of it. Yeah, that's when Cody, I was in my deepest. Cody's the guy who leaves the lunch table. Cody's the guy who goes starts a whole nother a whole nother basketball team that you're not allowed to be on. That's who Cody is. You guys think that this is Cody's only podcast? Wait, <laughs> wait, am I the Elite? Wait, hold on, because you do. Cody has another podcast, Super Dice Boys. Shout out to the boys. Am I? Are we the elite? In this situation? Because you started that before this one, but now you do this. Yeah. Am I the elite? I guess that would kind of make you the elite. You seem very hesitant to call me the elite, Cody. (laughs) Why are you so hesitant about it? Just say it. I I think it was more as Call me the elite, Cody. I think of it more as a side product. No. Yeah, you're the elite. I think we're the elite. Oh, so, oh, okay. Fine. This is definitely my tag team. This is my, you know, tag team folk. That doesn't feel good. <laughs> oh, so I'm your golden lover then. Actually, never mind. In that situation. Yeah, we're the golden lovers in this situation. That makes even more sense. Also, by the way, people, that is a wrestling reference. There's a wrestling tag team called the Golden Lovers, and they're the coolest fucking thing ever. Yep. YouTube Golden Lovers story. It's like a 30-minute video. If you ever want to understand why wrestling's fucking cool. And they don't even talk about actual wrestling. Yeah. It's just the, sto- the, the story these men have woven over the course of a decade. It's what true love looks like. Yes. Get over yourself. And that's, I guess, what I, this podcast is. It's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a story of a decade's worth of friendship told in 30-minute chunks. Yeah. Truly beautiful. Truly art. And inspirational. Aspirational. 
but we got that ass. Hell yeah, do cake. I got something for that ass. I'm with, I mean, I, the Heart Foundation is one of those things where like, once again, it's one of those things where like, depending on when you come into wrestling, it, like, especially if you're a newer fan, it's one of those things where it always feels like they want to make it sound like it was a really cool big deal thing. But like, I can only name Bret Hart and Owen and I know Natalia currently. Yeah. So it's like, I can list them, but yeah. And I know they make the best. That's like, I know they make good wrestlers, but it's like, eh, I would go. I'm locking in the elite, man. They've got, and the long-term storytelling on the elite's been second to none ever. So fair enough. All right. So we have the Wyatt family going up against the elite. Now, here's the deal. We don't talk a lot about game. We we, we haven't talked about actual wrestling and actual stories and stuff, but I'm going to put it this way. The elite, when you think the elite, just the word the elite, you're like, oh, they must be the best. They must win championships. They must kick ass. And you know what? Yes, they do. Yes, they did. And they currently do that. They got belts. They're strapped up with gold right now. You know what? You think of the Wyatt family here, Cajun mystery sorcerer. He must be badass. He must win all the time. No. Yeah. Yeah, this is a, a very classic example of once again, WWE had something really cool. Once again, I know it may sound it may sound ridiculous to be like Bayou Sorcerer was one of the coolest things going on in wrestling, but it fucking was. It was great. <laughs> that's a good that sentence is wild to say out loud, but yeah, he's not wrong. But it was great. And then what happens? It's again John Cena. John Cena coming down the runway to destroy your favorite thing. And that's John Cena's amazing. As a human being, great. And, and he's a great wrestler too. But goddamn, if he couldn't destroy some of your favorite things. He ruined the Wyatt family. The, we had a good thing going, but he's the reason we can't have nice things. True. Because anytime something is cooler than John Cena, he has to make sure we know that it's not. Yep. And then you're like, well, I guess it's not cool anymore. Thanks, John Cena. Is John Cena, I mean, is John Cena your dad, like, listening to your music? Is that what John yeah. Cena is to wrestle? Like, if you were, you're, you're hanging out, right? Yeah. You're in your bedroom and you're blasting your, uh, BTS. your Black Sabbath, whatever you're listening to. I don't know why Black, I'm probably because I'm in a black t-shirt. BTS. You're in a black t-shirt. Is what BTS. I'm yes. You're blasting your BTS. And then your dad comes in and is like, hey, I really like that BTS. And he like starts singing along with you. And now you're like, well, it's not fucking cool anymore. It's not cool. I went and found Korean music. So you wouldn't know it. And there you are, dad, ruining everything. Yeah. Cargo shorts does dress like a dad, so maybe that's something to this. I'm telling you, I think John Cena is just like is just the dad of WWE, and every time something cool happens, he's like, (laughs) "I'm gonna get into that too." Watch, and you're like, "No, don't show up here." That's basically how it works. Is you really like something in WWE, and then John Cena shows up, you're like, "Well, hello, fellow kids. I too like the BTS." It's like, "Damn it, John Cena!" No, 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 don't 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 like them. Go somewhere else. Please leave. Don't hang out with them. Yeah, Uh, that's right. That's accurate. Yeah, and the leader of the kids smoking behind the dumpsters that are cool as hell. I mean, if you consider treason to be cool as hell. Yeah. They abandon their friends, man. Now, now in the abandoning of their friends, did they literally go and make a whole nother uh, wrestling, uh, <laughs> uh, re- re- a whole nother wrestling company that's fucking awesome? Yeah, maybe. But it starts with leaving their friends behind. I'm walking in the elite just because the Wyatt family is just on paper. It's terrible in execution. It was fun until it wasn't. Then they just ruined it. They ruined everything. Yeah. Yeah. And this, I guess to that point, this has not been ruined yet. So I will go with you and I will move the elite on into the final four. 
that is it for us folks thank you so much for listening as always if you want to help out your boys number one thing to do tell a friend i'll say it again share with your wrestling friends you we all got some we all know some share with them tell them like hey i know uh the show i listen to they talk about wrestling you'd like this get them out that's how this is the only podcast that tom listens to (laughs) so you know that they'll like it so uh thank you so much and uh, wherever else you're uh, wherever you are listening to this like rate review subscribe all of those things would be incredibly helpful as well yep and while you're on the internet emailing this to all your friends make sure you follow us on all our social media accounts we're on twitter we're on instagram we're on facebook just look up at friendly comp pod if you have an idea for a whole season like tom sent in email those to us at friendly competition podcast at gmail.com if it's good we'll do it you can also submit through our website friendly competition podcast.com go to contact and you can submit through there and as always, shout outs to Charizard for our intro and outro music. If you want to hear more of their stuff, head on over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard, and replace the vowels with sixes. That is it for us, folks. Group C going to drop on Monday, the week of WrestleMania. So, But until then, I'm Nick Keller. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat. <laughs> <laughs>